0: Hello everybody, welcome to the show. So, for today's episode, I'm going to talk about inspirations. Um, I, like I'm sure many of you, have loads of inspirations, even if it's just from a quote, even if it's from a person, or just anything in general. Um, my biggest inspirations, one of them definitely come from my mum. She was a single parent, raising me and my siblings on her own. Back in a time where welfare wasn't what it is today, um, this support system isn't well wasn't where it was compared to today, and times were just different. You know, there were much different times, and it makes you think about just how lucky we are today with everything that we got around us and all the support that's out there even if you might not thinking about the support systems being out there, there are many around and some really do help. So, with my mum being a single parent, um, yeah, that was a, definitely a struggle for her, as it would be with any parent being a single parent. You know, um, my siblings and I have different dads, so I don't really know anything about their dad I've heard stories about him you know this and that but I don't really know him from a personal standpoint i never met the guy Um, my sister actually got word just a couple years ago that he was living in our local area I can't remember how she got word but I think she got in contact with some of his family by Facebook and you know it went from there so she went to meet him and that basically went nowhere. Um, once again, he proved what a, recent, what a useless piece of crap he was, you know, just gotta be honest. And how family does not seem to mean much to him, but unfortunately, there's people who are useless in life and who are deadbeats. Um, you know, the situation with my dad is that he was around when I was a kid. He didn't leave my mum or anything like that. He was just an asshole. He cheated on her. He lied to her. He was an asshole to my siblings. Um, he always treated them different compared to me for some reason. I don't know why. You know, it makes no sense to me. Um, he just—he was just never a good person, if I'm honest. And he was never there for me, even if he thought he was being there for me. I don't think he really was. I remember this one story where. I broke my leg, um, and I was, in, you know, obviously in the hospital. He and my mum got into some argument. I can't remember what it was about, but they were asked to take it into a room and talk about it, obviously, as she would. And then all I remember was, like, my mum came back into the room, and then my old man buggered off to the pub. So that pretty much left a bad taste in my mouth, and... I carried a lot ill ill will towards him. Um, You know, we've seen each other. We've bumped into each other. We've bumped into each other, you know, in the streets or on a public transport bus or whatever. And he doesn't seem to acknowledge me. So, you know, that's what it is. I have no problem trying to build a relationship with him, in a sense, but a lot of things need to change in order to do do so. And right now, I don't think times are going to change between me and him, or situations are not going to change between me and him. But, you know, I'm hopeful maybe one day he will change and we can have a future, not a future as such, but like we can hopefully let the past be the past and maybe build up a communication relationship and then see what happens from there. Um, so some of my other inspirations are my nan and gramp. They were met in the war. I can't remember what they were doing, but I remember. Um, I think my nan was a chef, and or a cook, which I want to call it. And my grand was in the war itself as a soldier. Um, I can't remember how they all met the details, but I've heard stories regarding those two as you know as a couple, and I've. Really, laughed my ass off, you know, in a, a say like that. They are two amazing people, for what I've heard. I've met my nan. Um, sadly, my grand passed away when I was quite young. She had um, dementia, so around the time that I grew up, she was in a home, a care home. I would go and visit her, of course, but she wouldn't know who I was, and that was quite a hard pill to swallow. Being a young, well, being a young child and not really knowing why this person doesn't seem to know you, and not really understanding what's going on. So as I grew older and as I understood what was going on, and I heard she passed away, it affected me. Of course, it still remains affected. Um, it still remains a part of me today, if I want to say it like that. My grandpa, he passed away in, I can't remember what year it was, I think it was back in 2000, yeah around 2000. His birthday was the 11th of August and mine is the 19th of August, so there's a connection right there which I quite like. Um, He wanted me to be born on his birthday, sadly that was never the case, as as I just said, but a part of me feels that there's a connection right there which I still hold to me to this day. It's a beautiful connection, and it's an inspiration because you know they might be gone, but they're still looking out for me in small ways, and I still hold them to be a part of me, and I still admire them, and I still respect them deeply. Um, you know, I go up to I go up to the grave to visit them every now and again. Unfortunately, given the circumstances at the moment of the virus, the cemetery is shut, and you know, we can't go up there, so, that sucks, but, you know, the quicker this whole thing gets solved, and hopefully, we can go up there a bit more, I'm not sure if I've been up there much this year, because, you know, it's been pretty busy with college, and life in general, when you get really busy, life just seems to pass you by, and before you know it, you're in March, or April, now, I guess, (laughs) um, so, yeah, that's just crazy, but, Yeah, those are really inspirations to me. Really beautiful people, and you know, not a day goes by where I don't miss them or where I don't think about them. Especially with the great great grandkids, my nieces and nephews, I think they would personally love my Nell and gramp. and I think my Nell and gramp would probably love them. You know, they were spoiled and rotten um, by giving them money to go to shop for sweets and just giving them little love and cuddles and all that kind of stuff, yeah, it would be really sweet, so for the next sort of inspiration, I put down Stan Lee, who was a comic Well, who was a re-owned comic book writer, editor, and former chairman of Marvel Comics, Um, Stan Lee, who sadly passed away in November 2018, He was a big inspiration to me because he was someone who, oddly enough, didn't want to be known as a comic book writer or to be involved in comic books at all because at the time, you know, superheroes were not cool, Professor today, The sort of jobs that were cool was being a doctor, being a dentist, being a construction worker, being an astronaut, you know, stuff like that. And, yeah, I found that quite ironic how... He didn't want to be known as a comic writer. But yet he ended up becoming one of the greatest comic writers of all time. The most biggest comic writer. In terms of value. Popularity. Um, the brand. And in terms of name value. So. He created. Each, well characters like Spider-Man, Spiderman. One of, one of the most beloved Marvel comics. Superheroes of all time. The Hulk, The Fantastic Four, and Iron Man. The list goes on. Um, just starting with Spider-Man right there. He's one of the most popular superheroes there is next to Batman, in my opinion. Um, probably not the greatest or the populist, but he's in that list. Um, you know, what I love from Stan Lee is that when he wrote these characters, he gave them flaws even though they could be incredibly strong, incredibly handsome. Um, They could be from a different galaxy, different planet. They could speak different languages, you know, but he still made them have a flaw so people could relate to them, which I find is really, really powerful and really um, intelligent thinking. You know, you can easily make a character make them invincible like Superman, for example you know, he does have a flaw, but, you know, it's not really anything major. Um, so, yeah, I find really big inspiration to that. And he's pretty much, along with the Marvel cartoons, is what got me into Marvel. You know, I've not been a big comic book reader, but I've gone back and read comic books in my past. And sometimes, in you know, present as well. I read comic books from time to time. And I couldn't help but think... What if he never created these characters? What if there was a Marvel Wills? Eh, actually, that bears the question. Would Marvel even exist without Stan Lee? If, you know, what if someone else came along and named it Marvel and Stan Lee was not attached to that at any point in time? I couldn't imagine what that would be like. That would be super crazy. And, yeah, that's actually quite a trip. <laughs> um... Well, thankfully, we don't have to think about that because he did create Marvel, he did create, you know, Spider-Man, the Hulk, Iron Man, Fantastic Four, and any other great characters. I'm not sure how many characters he created in general. I know there's some hearsay about that, but for me, he's a big inspiration I think he's an, he was an intelligent man, a nice human being from what I've heard, from what I've seen in videos and stuff like that, and he's someone who left behind a really big legacy. And for that, I think he will most definitely be missed. So, moving on. um, Sylvester Stallone, the actor. He was born with difficulties during his birth. He had, like, birth defects, which left him with facial paralysis in his left face, I believe it was, or left side of the face. But what I find ironic about that is that that could have easily put a nail in the coffin to him ever becoming an actor in real life, uh, in real life, ever becoming an actor when he grew older. But no, that did not stop him. He made that work. He traded that into his acting style. And he went on to make films like Rocky, Rambo, Demolition Man, um, Driver, I think it was, with Burt Reynolds. He went on to make films like start One of them with Shoot. You know, many people don't want to talk about that, but I find that quite a funny film. He went on to make The Expendables, which is a really great trilogy. Well, another few wasn't that great, but the concept of those few films is really terrific. I really love the concept of that. And he's gone on to, you know, win Oscars well, not win Oscars, but be nominated for like two Academy Awards, I believe. He's won many other different awards over the time he's got a star walk of fame in hollywood he's a um hall of famer in the boxing world as well thanks to his um thanks to his character lucky barbara he's even got the Rocky statue in philadelphia which i find is really cool not many characters or actors could say they have a statue of their character in a city as a statue on, I think that's really terrific. And I love the fact he wrote Rocky. Like Rocky was his character. He wrote it. He got inspiration from it. I can't remember how he got inspiration. It was from a film, I believe, to do Muhammad Ali. And a person he was facing at the time. So yeah, that's really cool. My other inspiration would be the rapper Eminem. So, Eminem, to me, is a huge inspiration. I'm a big fan of his music. I'm a big fan of his style of rapping, his rhymes, his vocabulary as he rhymes, his mixing of words, his placement of words, how they all seem to connect, like a jigsaw puzzle. And I love his passion for his music. So, one of the things I got from him was that one he's white which is not a big deal you know race isn't a big deal to me but one of the things I found interesting was that not many people wanted him to succeed in rap or wanted to give him the time of day in rap because he was white rap at the time was known as a black music heavy juggernaut I guess you could say so not many people wanted to give him the time of day until um Record producer, Jimmy Ivan, he got a email or whatever from his assistant and she told him about Eminem. She introduced him to one M- of Eminem's freestyles, I think it was. And then it went from that to introducing him to Dr. Dre. And then, bam, overnight he became... Well, not overnight, but after he met Dr. Dre, he recorded some music. And then, bam, he became a really controversial... Iconic, crazy, intelligent, um, fascinating character, I would say like that. You know, there's times where he, he does have controversial opinions. He has made controversial songs, such as Kim, which is to do with his ex-wife. He's made songs about his mum, such as Clean Up My Closet. You know, he's made songs regarding the president, Donald Trump. So yeah, he's quite a controversial figure even today. Um, I know a lot of people don't really like Eminem compared to what you you know what he used to like about him, but you know that does happen within life. Time changes and people's taste in music changes, and without a shadow of a doubt, your opinion will change because you know for whatever reason they're not what you want in music or. Oh. This isn't the same style that you used to. And you don't like the new style. So you're not really accepting the change. You know. So. The last one. <laughs> this is gone quite long. Is um, a person I met. By the name of Jacob Home. Jacob Home was a tutor of mine. On Creative Media Level 1. He was a huge inspiration to me. Still yesterday. to this day. We still keep in contact. He was someone who... You know, taught me to believe in myself. Taught me to achieve anything I want to achieve, no matter what. Um, Always follow your dreams. Be true, be you, sort of thing. Be who you want to be. And always accept failures, even if they cost you something, you know, in the process. Because your biggest failures are what keep you humble and what keep you hungry for more to achieve success Um, one of the biggest songs I love by him is called Be Who You Want To Be which is one of the songs I just, well one of the names I just mentioned then that was a big hit for me I love that song I remember he played me the demo version of Be Who You Want To Be it was never finished at the time and I remember listening to it I was like this is really fantastic Like this is a true inspirational song. Um, this is something that's gonna really catch many people in my opinion. It's something people can relate to and it really is a big driving force to keep doing what you're doing. Um, so one of the things I loved about him was that he decided to follow his dreams if you will. He left a full-time job to go follow his career of being an independent artist and I couldn't really respect him even more because that takes a lot of guts that takes a lot of passion and that takes a lot of will not many people can say they left a full-time job to follow their dreams as an actor or writer musician musician uh, painter or you know whatever it may be and for him to do that I think that's really cool Thankfully, he had a backup plan. You know, he had his plan figured out from the start. And he's achieving success today. He's got He's in a beautiful relationship. He's got his own record company. He's always developing projects, either in music or elsewhere. He's always keeping busy. And he's got his own artist, which is really cool. I'm sure he's doing really well in the um, Jay's Guidance Because Jamie That's his real name Um He I wouldn't say He knows a lot About success But like He knows How to believe in yourself He knows How to keep people motivated He knows how to keep people positive And he knows how to Um Make yourself better In a sense He knows what makes you good He knows what makes you bad He doesn't try to hide your weaknesses He tries to bring them out so people can relate to you more and he's just an all-around good dude. I never met anyone like him before in my life it turns out inspirations from a college from a tutor standpoint anyway and I'm grateful to have met him I hope that me and him get to work on a project one day soon um even if it's just me playing the extra in one of his music videos or you know even if like I end up working on a music video with him I don't know but I think that would be really cool and that would be something I really look forward to um, in life he's been a big supporter of me especially doing my podcast he's really you know supporting me he's really helped guide me and told me not to worry about certain things to do a podcast or anything that involves views or you know stuff like that he's pretty much told me to have fun enjoy what I'm doing and keep working constantly around there. You know, I record three times a week. Um, I release once a week. And yeah, I'm doing that. It's a constant thing. I'm always coming up with ideas. And I'm glad to keep, to keep ideas going. And I'm glad that Jamie Jacobone has inspired me to follow my dreams. Because, you know, I don't know what I'd be doing if it wasn't for meeting him. Uh, meeting other people who worked on creative media. I had another tutor named Jonathan. He was a good dude. He left um, being a tutor on my course to go work in a full-time job at university in Bristol or in England, whichever it was. And that was that sucked. You know, that was a tough pill to swallow, but I respect him again for following his dreams and for. You know making a better choice for himself and his family. So yeah guys, that's the episode for today. This went quite long, longer than I expected. Um if you guys have any inspirations that you want to tell me about, please feel free to do it. My email is manfield2016 at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you guys. I would love to hear what kind of inspirations you have, what keeps you motivated what is your passion, what keeps your passion going and yeah just email me guys I don't mind please let me know that you're from Anchor and you've listened to this episode in the meantime so I just know who it is that's messaging me it's not some spam email or anything like that trying to get my attention but other than that guys take care and thank you for listening